Welcome to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe for free always at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, on with the show. Please listen carefully. Okay, I just saw the Netflix movie Oxygen. I really enjoyed it. Very, very cool movie. A French-English film, but you can't really get too sad about that because the director, Aha, I will call him, I think his first name is Alejandre or Alexandre, I'm not sure which, but uh, he is incredible, and he is Aha. His last name is Aha, so of course we better look out for the Ahas from him. Anyway, I ran across this film. I normally, lately, I want to say normally, but like in the last year, as I've been dealing with this, uh, I don't know if you heard, but this divorce I'm now in the midst of, uh, I didn't really have as much time because I was having the kids all by myself and just other stuff, so I didn't really kind of prioritize this. I really do miss it. <laughs> it's kind of an extension of me, so... I hope you'll tune back in, give me another chance. Things are kind of on my feet again. Uh, my wife and I are separated and, and it sucks. And I never really thought I would be in that boat. So if you're out there uh, and you are still married but you're having a hard time, uh, learn about detachment from the Buddhists. That's what I've done. Or go to premarital therapy or extramarital therapy or whatever therapy they have out there. Uh, but. I think the detachment tip is better. Anyway, let's get back to the fun zone. So I was just sitting in my apartment, my apartment, yes, I have my apartment now, and I was watching TV and I was just going, what is this thing oxygen? It just kind of looks, I don't know, it's got like a girl's face with sort of a diving mask, space mask on her, and it's just called oxygen. So. I'm thinking they're probably gonna, you know, make the most of the human fear of asphyxiation. So I dug a little deeper and a little deeper, and I looked at the review on Real Good, which is what I use, R-E-E-L-G-O-O-D, to put together my watch list and to see what's available on my services. And Real Good, you can go ahead and put that check in the mail. At any rate, I had it on my Real Good Want to See list. And I looked it up a little bit, just a little bit on Wikipedia. I use Wikipedia a lot. I'm real curious about a movie, especially a newer one, or like a cultic one. But it just looked so great. I couldn't read any further. He did, uh, the director, Aha, Alexandre Aha, he did uh, the film Haut Tension, which is a French film with subtitles, but in English, it's High Tension. And I don't, I probably have a podcast on that that I did. If I don't, I know I've written about it probably a dozen times. It's one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. And also combined with a thriller aspect. And he said a lot of other stuff. Let me, let me read down his list for you. It's that impressive. Worth it. He also did The Hills Have Eyes, the remake in 2006. I do recall seeing that a while back, and I don't think it was very good, but if I'm wrong, let me know. But as I recall, that's my final word on that one. The original was better, as I recall. Piranha 3D. I did see that. That was, that was like, decent. That wasn't too bad. It was so goofy. Another Piranha movie. But I think his skills were kind of wasted on that, because he's really a horror thriller guy. 
Another film he did was Crawl, which I absolutely love with the alligators in Florida and all the natural disasters that have occurred. They made it into a horror movie with alligators. That's just ingenious. And he pulled that one off. That movie was excellent, really well done. Especially if you consider, I don't know how well his English is, but if it's not that good, then he had to really bridge that gap to work with English actors and stuff. And I think the girl in Crawl, so that's real important, uh, Kaya Scodelario is in Crawl. Yeah, she's full-on American, full-on American accent. But she looks a lot like the girl. He must like blondes in his roles. Pardon me. I wasn't bringing his personal life into his directing. That would be inappropriate. Not. But it's fun to poke fun, isn't it? As long as you can poke fun at yourself, then the game works. So this is on Netflix. Uh... I went there and I checked it out and I watched it and I was pleasantly surprised. And after I read what it's about, listen to what Internet Movie Database says. A woman wakes up in a cryogenic chamber with no recollection of how she got there. As she's running out of oxygen, she must rebuild her memory to find a way out of her nightmare. Hmm, that sounded good to me. I had a feeling probably there's going to be something playing on the human fear of asphyxiation or everybody was a kid down at the bottom of the lake trying to swim up real fast and seeing that blurry picture of his friends on top of the water and running out of oxygen. Yes, we've all done that in our summers. I used to hold my breath so long when I was a kid. That's probably why I became so as weird as I am and as messed up as I am with a lack of oxygen in my brain because I swam all summer long. In the years that I was at a house with pools, pretty much stayed in the pool all the time holding my breath. So, <laughs> of course, exaggerating a little bit, but I, it's just funny. I was just so driven as a young guy. Just wanted it to almost hurt my lungs before I would take a breath. And, and you know, that's what a lot of young boys do. Not, not just in swimming, but football and everything, it seems like. But even guitar, I have to admit. Have you seen the movie Crossroads? You want to see a guitar fight with the Karate Kid and Steve Vai? Eddie Van Halen, no Steve Vai, vouchers for Steve Vai. I think, could be wrong, but I think Steve Vai taught a few things to Eddie Van Halen. Ooh, better be careful. Number one, he's passed away. Number two, he's like one of the best guitar players ever lived. So I don't want to turn any of you guys off. So anyhow, I don't think he's the best ever lived. I think he's pretty damn good and fun guy. He's a really fun guy. So we're back to oxygen and let's see here. What can I say about this film? I'm just gonna tell you, you can get it on Netflix. And nowadays, if you can get something on Netflix that's decent, that somebody you trust told you was decent, you need to go do it. Because why else are you subscribing to Netflix, right? But also because Netflix has such a great interface, so user-friendly. You can find the movies you're looking for, you can search them up, you can go directly from the shell, I call it the shell, or the index home screen of your Fire Cube or your Fire Stick. So it's just, it's just good all around. So definitely uh, see the Netflix movies if somebody, if I, okay, me, if I tell you it's good, go see it on Netflix. Now how about 10 out of 10, that's what I gave this movie. Okay, this film stars Melanie Laurent, I think, I think that's how you say that ENT in French. It's ENT, I think. I don't know. I only took, I took half a, or a third of a semester 
of French and it messed me up so bad in my French, but the Spanish kind of took off and I became fluent there, but sometimes when I count in French, I mix up other languages with it. So I don't know if the exploratory foreign language is the best idea for the kids in junior high, only in that it led me eventually to one. Okay, the basic story is this, and if you don't want to hear any spoilers, then you might want to just go ahead and watch it and then tune back in and listen to this episode again. My episodes aren't that long. But anyhow, I know you're curious of what I think about the movie, but if you're not into spoilers, eh, tune out. But if you don't care, and it's not, I'm telling you, it's not that bad of a spoiler, then I'll talk to you about what the movie's about. So here we go. You've been warned. So this woman, who is very beautiful, she looked like so much like uh, Rebecca de Mornay to me. I mean, I know I can't, couldn't be her, but she was already looking a little older in Pulp Fiction. And when did Pulp Fiction come out? Like 20, 30 years ago? So I knew it wasn't her, but I'm sure she's still beautiful. She's wonderful. I always had a crush on her. So this is like kind of like a, a reimagining of her <laughs> as a person. Uh, God's reimagining of, uh, of Rebecca de Mornay. And I'm not even thinking of Rebecca de Mornay. What am I saying? And uh, she doesn't know why she's there. She can't figure it out. Now, at first, that seems kind of trite and like it's been done 100,000 times, which it has. Uh, I think of Alien. I mean, that's probably the most prominent example that I could think of. But the whole idea of being in cryogenic freezing and being out in space and not being in control when you're going to wake up is frightening in itself. But if you introduce the fact that the computer, HAL, anyone? HAL 2000? The computer starts to be her comfort, but soon he starts sharing facts that do not make her comfortable. He starts telling her she's running out of oxygen. So through the course of the film, she's doing research. She has no memory. She has weird distant memories, seems like, but nothing really concrete. She doesn't know her name, all that. So through talking to this computer, who is decidedly not human, but has a very handsome male voice, I might add. How? By the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say how, 2001 Space Odyssey, the, the computer that you talk to in that one when you're on the ship is how, H-A-L. Very famous among movie buffs. <coughs> it also reminds me of Passengers, if you saw that. A bunch of people are cryogenically frozen. A couple of them, you know, somehow open up their hatch and get out and they start to kind of fall in love. But I think one tricks the other into it because they didn't know it's just a gag or something. I don't, I don't remember it enough. It was like four years ago, four or five, maybe more years than that. I'll have to see if I'm right or wrong later. Anyways, Passengers is a decent movie. I wouldn't call it great. It didn't really appeal to me that much. Personally, I thought it was kind of boring. But check it out because it is a sci-fi. You know, I don't remember what I gave it. I think I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. So you know, it's not a horrible horror. It's just the concept is like exactly the same almost as this one, except that there's only one person uh, talking about it. 
So you wouldn't think a movie like that like would have a whole lot of ways of being interesting, but boy, you'd be wrong. It's very interesting from the very beginning. There's all kinds of little gadgets. At some point, there's like a silly putty that takes the shape of like a flubber and starts to become a body part or something. I don't remember what it becomes, but it starts to pulsate kind of. That reminds me of that scene in Prometheus when Naomi Rapace, she's gorgeous by the way, isn't she? I think she's great. She hasn't done much good lately though that I've seen or that I've known about. So if you know of something good from her recently, let me know. But last I saw her was in Prometheus. And in Prometheus, she has an alien inside her. So she has to give herself surgery, which is quite an interesting scene. But the fact that they all were cryogenically frozen at the beginning and they come out, that's the theme of every alien movie, I think. That's how they all start off. And then they find the other people, the alien people, the engineers, they call them, of all humanity. And guess what? They're cryogenically frozen too, but in a different way. A way that is much more foolproof and impossible to do. There is a twist that is nothing short of amazing. I really, really recommend you watch this movie. The twist is fun, everything's fun. I won't talk about the ending, because in addition to a twist, the ending is also very well made. And even though I already warned of spoilers, just, uh, you know, there'd be a big one. Cloning. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I'm getting back on my feet with podcasts again. I hope you join me and subscribe. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day.